Alright, got the guys here. Welcome, gentlemen, back to the show. It's good to see you. What's up, what's, what's up, going Hunter? On? What's going on, Hunter? Man, I don't know. I like I don't know how we're doing this. I'm on video with you guys for the first time. You look great. You look better than ever now. I mean, like I don't know if it's the video <laughs> filters or what's going on in this Zoom world, but I don't know. I'm new to this space. I'm a radio guy. So tr- if you know, close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, don't look, don't look. <laughs> yeah, we we got our special filters to look extra handsome for you. Man, well, thank you for being up, and thank you for being active, and thank you for delivering a heck of a new song. A late one is dynamite. Oh my gosh! Thank you. I love this. Yeah, man, I'm glad you like it. It's, and uh, that's our uh, that's kind of our one slow jam off the uh, off the first record. There. It's so. like you needed something to settle down. The stage was just electrifying for a long time, you know, and this one, this one gives you a rest, but it's a good rest. It's great. I uh, I don't know how long it took you to, to really put this together, but it's a solid, long, heck of a mellow tune. Was this something you were aiming to go with, with this kind of length on a song like this? Well, uh, the reason it's called a late one is... Uh and Wes helped me out here, but I, we were probably within a few days of um, heading down to the session to record this first record. And I think we had seven songs at that time. And uh, we, we, this one got written like four or five days before the session. And uh, that's why it's called a late one. Wow. <laughs> Whoa! So it wasn't even like so. So was this? Where'd you write it? Was it? Was it part of um, a getting together before you went to record or before you went to write? Was it? Were I, you together? I cranked it out in my basement uh, at about oh I don't know I think it was probably you know eleven twelve o'clock at night or something like the middle of the night I think and then uh, uh, just Wes came over, over the next day and I'm like hey man check this out we, we don't we don't have this vibe on the record what do you think and uh that was that was it he, he really dug it so uh we decided to to throw it on the so this cut on the on the album yes so uh, so how how instantly intrigued were you by this sort of slowed down pace of you guys well i i um what really took me about it was there's some elements of one of my favorite Beatles songs if i'm if i'm correct jeff Mm. Sort of uh, when it has that. What's the song about the Beatles when he goes, And no walking, you're not talking anymore. What song is that that we, we pulled it from? Because, should um, we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was just kind of reminiscent of, of, I know which song you're talking about, and the, the, it doesn't, uh, Oh, Darling. Yeah, oh, it's very much like yeah, the it is. Oh my yeah. gosh! The, what, it really at least is. the the chorus the chorus has a lot of the elements of Odarum, which like is one of my favorite Beatles songs, me right? Me too. Oh my gosh! So when, when it, yeah, when it struck me, man, I was like, okay, that's cool. Because when when you get a chance to like doing a lot of homages to the the people that you that you really love, like you know, last time they told us not to talk about other artists or whatever. Yeah, but it turns on to talk about the things that are influences. So. Yeah. This is close to the same key too, man. Like this song, oh darling, I love that you guys took this approach because it seems like this really complements everything you're going for with that with that classic sound. Uh, Had you made a slower song before a late one? I don't think so. No, No, no. most of the stuff we were writing was pretty high energy. Held you is probably a little little. Held you, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
This has got its doo-wop kind of flavor to it. Did you connect with a certain type of place besides um, kind of the Beatles inspiration? Was there a place that came up um, when you wrote this or to get to this point? I don't know. I was feeling kind of a Otis Redding vibe on it. Whoa. Yeah. A little, little Al Green, Otis Redding sort of vibe, yeah. Hmm. So it was more so like you were just, you, this was more of a drifted project. This wasn't, this really didn't have much direction, but it wound up connecting, I guess, connecting your desire to do, do more of a, more of something out of your, out of your usual step, right? Yeah. yeah. The lyrics came really fast. I think like, I don't know, about 15, 20 minutes or so. What happened that inspired some of the first lyrics? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how these things hit, hit me. Just, uh, it just, it just popped in my head. I was hearing this, um, you know, I kind of could hear the organ in my mind and and sort of making it, you know, kind of a, a sad, you know, bluesy sort of organ centric song. And, uh, you know, it just it just got me in that mood of, you know, how you would feel, you know, when you're you're, you're disconnected from somebody, you're missing someone. Mm. Um, and you're just you're just, you know, you kind of down and out. And, and the only thing that can make it better is that special someone. So it's a, you know, it's a very classic kind of tried and true, uh, uh, you know, storyline, but it yeah. just, it just sort of flowed out. I think that's what I tapped into. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Wes, Wes really executed the, the whole vibe that, that I was hearing in my head. I just, I knew it was perfect for his, his range and his style. Yeah. Wes, what was the most vivid memory for you diving into that world with Jeff? Uh, what was really awesome thinking back to the session at Fame Studios was uh, all the lights got turned down real low. It got real sexy in there. And, you know, when uh, Will Blades, who played organ on it, uh, the playback on his organ just, it just kind of makes, it kind of took my heart. I'm like, oh, let's, let's go somewhere that's just real kind of beautiful and sexy. <laughs> I think we tried to get real close to the mic. Yeah. I think we ended up tracking the organ at uh, at at sound at Muscle Shoals Sound. Oh, okay, one of, that might have been one of the over. We did it in both places, and I think the one that's on the record is the one we, we cut it at Muscle Shoals Sound. Yeah, it's really, really going... cool, real sad sounding organ there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's reflective. It, it sure is, and that's uh, that's one of the important parts about it. I mean, I could definitely feel like this without even asking was recorded in a place like that. It was real funky, low lit, kind of sensual, intimate feeling. Uh, what did you want to get across with this? Having come together, having said, "All right, I've got this type of uh, inspiration. It's got this type of instinct around it," and and Wes to complement that. What, what's what's the overall message of the song? Um, you know, just uh, it's just it's it's a it's a wanton song. It's it's you know when you like I said when you really you know are kind of at the end of, end of your rope and. The only thing that's going to make it better is is uh, that special something or someone, but it's sort of unattainable at the same time. Um, the girls, you know, Cindy and Marie and and, uh, and Jelly Fairchild's on this one too, uh, singing background vocals. Whoa, that's awesome! That's awesome. I know you were you guys had spent some pretty consistent time with Shelly. Did she add anything to the writing process of this that made it any better for you? No, no, she didn't. Uh, uh, she wasn't involved in any of the writing on this one, but yeah, we had a we had a big crew of singers, and we had Cindy, uh, Cindy Walker, we had Marie Louie, um, 
Shelly Fairchild, James LeBlanc, and uh, Chantel Kahn in there. So we had a, a five-part harmony in this one. Wow. And you can feel it. It's real big. It, you know, we, we, we wanted that gospel feel in, in the thing, too. Yeah, it, so. it's, it's got a long crescendo to it. Like I mean, it builds all the way to the moment, and I think that's what makes it great about being a an extensive song. Was there any part of you that that said this is? I mean, this is long enough, or we need to do this more often? Um, I mean, no, it's I think weird. It, just flowed, it, just, it doesn't build and keep it going. It builds all the way up. That's what's wild about it. Right. Right. Yeah. That. That's. Uh, that's. That. That's one of my favorite ingredients to use in in songwriting is just to kind of have this constant constant build going you know yeah to a climax you guys really are different uh in a way that like i've done nothing but appreciate the fact that you know you're offering a little more to everybody and you keep on pushing those boundaries a little bit from the you know 13 piece band i think that you guys had on stage in florence to keeping those guys moving to keeping your inspiration moving is everybody still with you is everybody really gravitating to what's what's happening what's coming out of your your writing process Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe so. <laughs> I, hope, I certainly hope so. I, um, yeah, we've I got, think... uh, you know, head, heading into 2023, we're working on, um, booking out our touring schedule for, for, for next year. Uh, we've got a show coming up, uh, uh, March, um, 9th and 10th at, uh, in Jackson, Mississippi at, uh, Dueling Hall. Um, I'm not sure who the, the other acts are that we're playing with yet, but, uh, that's going to be, that's going to be a good show. Uh, we've got a, a another um, another single coming out January sixteenth, um, and so we're just kind of keeping it moving. We're sort of getting down to uh, you know um, dropping the rest of the record out uh, um, you know later on in the in the uh, in the early spring, and then we'll start uh, we'll start dropping singles off of uh, off of Flying Machine, our our our, uh, our going to be our second release. Uh, our second album coming out in uh, in in uh, early 2023. That's yeah, awesome. which I'm really excited. Yeah, Wes, have you? Uh, yeah, we really got some, any, we really got some innovative stuff on that on that record. We can't wait to get out to the to the peeps. Yeah, what yeah. anything new that you performed from it that, that we can know about? Yeah, the, yeah. Well, the live performance is uh, is is an amalgamation of of the, of both records. So people who come to our live shows are getting a preview of of. Uh, uh, second and, and possibly even third album songs because we're just you know we're continuing to write new material all the time man well, you just answered my next question i was hoping that you were continuing to write <laughs> there's like nothing i mean i know that you guys have been disconnected you're in two different locations now uh where are you guys or wh- which states are you in i didn't ask you getting into the interview well we had been talking before you and i and I, I was in texas for like a week so that's that's probably why it made it seem like i was across the country but yeah I'm, I'm I'm a 45 minute drive from Jeff right now. I'm the other room over from Jeff right now. <laughs> just well, okay. with you, man. That's wild. Well, man, I thank you for um for for you guys coming together on a on a, a an interesting time. You know, well, you guys are so busy. Uh, what can we know about what's next for Bonneville? Because you guys are layers and layers of fun from seeing you on the stage, from hearing your songs. You guys are on my playlists and hopefully on my friends' playlists. What can we hear about what's next? Uh, well, this is the B-side release, but I think uh, Held You is going to be, we're actually going to try and push that as a, a, a release release. What is that? What would you call that? A, a, a prime release, a real release? Yeah. Okay. There's, there's two more, there's two more singles coming out from this record. There's going to, um, we're going to release um, uh, Roll Me and Held You are going to be the, the last two singles we release off this record. Then we'll drop the whole record out and uh, start working on album number two. 
Man. So, yeah. Yeah, be sure to follow us on the socials, um, you know, at Bonneville Official. And, you know, that way people are always be kept abreast of what we got coming up, what we've got going down and our shows, every from our live shows to our, our releases and everything. So it's going to be a really good 2023. We're really looking forward to it. You know? yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again. I'm loving the sounds. I'm loving that you're bringing the best out of the Muscle Shoals feel. The soul is back and it's thriving through you guys. <laughs> thank you for taking the reins and just making it something special for everybody. This is an overall experience. Hey, man, we love doing it. Well, you're one of a kind. You really are. And uh, next time, I hope we can connect again. And hopefully nothing but the sound gets better and better, you know? That's right. Sounds good. Well, thank you for uh, my first Zoom uh, uh, call that I'm put through. (laughs) I think think it's going well. So far, it's going well. Um, You know, nothing's nothing's completely ruined the video yet. They say video killed the radio star, though, so I can't get too used to this. I got to find a way to hit no, it's good. It's good to see your face, you know, and, may, and we communicate like this. I know um, it, it's just it's like it's like we were back there in Muscle Shoals having an interview again with you. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad to bring uh, the whole thing together again. We're going to run the song back a late one. Bonneville, Jeff, Wes, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Until next time, stay smooth. You too, brother. Be blessed. That was good. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. All right. You guys, too. Peace. All right. Bye-bye.